0: plus. 18 plus.
1: Welcome one and all for Big Ten football and beyond for this Wednesday, May 27th. Um, we hope that uh, this is, we always like to say, finding you in good health. And we are, uh, got some interesting things to get in today, uh, into today. Never dreamed we'd be talking this much about uh, if we're going to play, when we're going to practice, how much we're going to practice, all that stuff is usually pretty standard. But we're going to give you the latest up-to-date uh, information on what's going on around uh, the Big Ten uh, this past week, kind of a recap of what's going on, um, uh, and, and get you kind of updated in that regard on everything and certainly uh, talk about the latest um, this past week in recruiting Transfer information as well as a look at some players around the league. As well, a reminder of a couple of things uh, LandryFootball.com is the best source to go to to get the best information everything from recruiting all the way through the NFL draft through the NFL on inside information, film room analysis on the pro and college game. Um, We take you a peek behind the curtain uh, to give you a sense of uh, having your own scouting department, coaching department that you can call upon to. So uh, Check us out. Uh, We've got a scouting season offer. That's the best one we've ever had. We also have options to try it out for a month, three months, uh, whatever the case may be. So take advantage of it today. Also encourage you to take advantage of our great folks at 401k Generation who are the experts in financial planning, investment, money management. Uh, they are doing such a good job this time of year for all of their clients in a very, very difficult down market. But there's an advantage to that. How is it? That's where you need to go to find out from the experts. And the folks at 401k Generation are just that. They're licensed in all 50 states. Give them a no-obligation phone call or a text at one 866 998 Today, so the big ten latest news is that they have um, announced that their conference media days will not be held as scheduled july twenty second to twenty third uh, and listen I understand it and I agree with it. I hope the SEC and everybody else does that. There is no reason I don't think and this is a personal opinion, and I know fans like it and know the media like. It. I don't think there's any really redeeming quality for these media days. I it gets people excited. that's fine right now. you know the focus needs to be on you know we're gonna get players uh sequestered and, and 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 locked up in a in a university setting. They don't need to be gone exposed to the public and to media and everything else at a hotel and then go back to their facility. It makes no sense whatsoever so uh, that uh, I, I'm surprised that the SEC hasn't announced it yet because I just think it's there's no real value to it. Um, but you know that could be that could be something that I think it's coming uh, sooner than later. Um, the um, the the you know they looked at a number of um, virtual setups and I'm sure they're going to do that. Um, you know, in some sort of way. Uh, They're, as a university, as a league, I should say, they're going to allow schools to individually select when athletes can return to campus rather than make a league-wide announcement um, like the SEC did. What's going to be interesting, the biggest thing, you know the schools. um, The Nebraskas and the Iowas are going to be very much in tune to coming back and playing. Um... Interesting comments made by Michigan President Mark Schissel told the Wall Street Journal that Michigan will not have a football season this fall unless all students are back on campus for classes. That's a statement that he's going to have to live up to or he's going to have to eat those words because there is no ambiguity in that statement. Won't have a football season this fall unless all students are back on campus. Hey, he went on to say that, look, uh, the football season and the money associated with it, it's big and it's in, it's a lot of money. But he went on to say that, you know, we're a research university, we're a billion-dollar industry, and basically in so many words said football is not that important in the grand scheme of things. Michigan's Jim Harbaugh prior to that has said he would not have an issue playing games without fans' presence. Uh, so... I think that it's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out uh, in Ann Arbor. You know at Ohio State, you know at Nebraska, you know at Iowa, there are places that are absolutely going to play. But, will they have all schools within the Big Ten that want to play. Um, look, we can talk about it all we want. Well, Whoever wants to play can play, whoever doesn't doesn't. Let me just tell you, it delegitimizes the season if everybody doesn't play or is not able to play. You start taking teams out of a league and it really starts to tear away at the integrity of your season. Look, we're not going to have a normal season. It will look as... a is a bastardized season any way you look at it. But just having a season and having something that we can build and go forward with as we kind of resurrect things and societally um, would be great. But going to be real interesting to see, certainly in the Big Ten, whether Michigan holds true. Is President Mark Sissel holds true to that, or is it just another empty comment that uh, turns around and makes him look like a fool? Uh, Some transfer news around the league from this past week. Purdue redshirt sophomore cornerback Jordan Rucker has entered the transfer portal. Now, he was a three-star commit in 2018 who took a redshirt freshman season and then appeared in five games in 19. In the transfer portal doesn't necessarily mean he's transferring, but it looks like he seems likely that he's leaving West Lafayette. He's six feet, he's 195 pounds. He needs to get a waiver from the NCAA um, if he moves to the S-level, uh, of course, allure lower, um, nowhere was necessary. You know that by now. Iowa redshirt freshman ta- tackle Ezra Miller has entered the transfer portal. Four-star recruit from 19. Didn't play it down for Iowa. You know, we talk about Iowa. Get a lot of three-star guys and develop them. You know, they sometimes get the five-star guy. Here's an example of a guy that came as a tackle as a four-star guy, and he can't get the field. Uh, mis-evaluated player there. Um, Now, there are issues involved with that. There are personal issues. He's dealt with some anxiety and depression issues that's led to his football development to be um, retarded in that regard. Um, We'll see where things play out. He's got three to four years of eligibility left depending upon... Uh, the waiver situation. Um, but the best of that young man is he's fighting a lot of a lot of issues. Former Northern Illinois redshirt senior defensive tackle Jack Heflin is transferred to Iowa as a graduate. Um, big kid, 6'4", 320, entered the portal early May. Didn't take him long. Going to Iowa, can play right away. Good get for this team, can help in the rotation. Um Another offensive lineman from the Hawkeyes, redshirt sophomore Jeffrey Jenkins, is considering Rutgers in northern Illinois, Bowling Green, south Florida, southern Illinois. Um, He's 6'3", 270 pounds. Considered retirement early in the offseason due to a lack of passion for the game, but seems to be reinvigorated a little bit, open to continuing. Uh, He's a former three-star recruit. Uh, Once he settles, he's going to have to sit in for – Set out the season. So that'll test his desire and passion for the game, unless he transferred to the FBS level. Southern Illinois, and I think Winona State's another school he's considering. Then he could play immediately there. Uh, And then Iowa redshirt sophomore defensive back D.J. Johnson has entered the portal as well. Three-star recruit in his own right. So big um, exit week out of Iowa. Some recruiting news. To um, go over from this past week in the Big Ten, uncommitted four-star linebacker Yanni Karlofatis is seriously considering Purdue and Wisconsin along with Oregon and Cal. Um, Karlofatis was unable to take a visit to either Oregon or Cal prior to the pandemic. Um, he's 6'3", 215 pounds, a little more familiar with Wisconsin, having taken previous visit to Madison. Um but he's got a lot of connections and familiarity with Purdue. He's from West Lafayette, Indiana. He makes um, definitely a hometown target. And, yes, he's uh, the younger brother of George Kalafatis, who obviously was a five-star edge rusher. So uh, would be a really good get for the Barlers. Would be an upset if they don't get him. Uh, this uh, younger, Yanni uh, Kalafatis is a top 160 overall prospect for the 2021 cycle, so the baller maker should be in good position there. Michigan received the verbal from four-star linebacker Jaden Hood this past week. Six-one-two-twelve, he can really run. He opted in for Michigan over Miami, Kentucky, Minnesota, Louisville, and South Carolina. It's a four-star linebacker out of Florida. Um, it. Uh, they also, if you remember, got Junior Colson. Um, uh, over this past week, and hoods uh, really, like as I said, very athletic, big-time competitor, big-time motor. So, um, uh, you know, doesn't have great tackling technique, but, boy, this guy runs around, makes a lot of plays. He's a top 200 overall prospect in the 2021 cycle. Um, Junior Colson, the other kid that uh, I alluded to, considered consider Tennessee, Ole Miss, LSU, Oregon, 6'2", 2- 230, a little bit bigger kid. Um, he's from Brentwood, Tennessee, and he's long, and as he adds bulk, he might be able to improve on the physical part of the game. He's a, he's a top 200 overall prospect in the 2021 cycle. Um, Ohio State got a verbal from four-star athlete Denzel Burke um, he opted in with Ohio State or uh, over USC, Colorado, Oregon, Washington. Um, versatile athlete, can play receiver, can play cornerback. He's going to slot in the Scottsfield native will likely to Ohio State's defense, I think. Um he's got a little bit of Byron Murphy in him. He's a top two hundred player, no question, in this twenty twenty one class. And Wisconsin getting a big commitment for them, a four-star tight end commitment, Jack Pugh, um, 6'5", 235, was always considered a strong lean for the Badgers, but considered Penn State, Michigan, Indiana, Cincinnati. Uh, He's from uh, Hitter Bradley High School in Ohio. Ranks as a top-ten player in the state. He's a top-15, top-12, top-15 overall tight end prospect in this class. So his – 11 known commitments in that group. Uh, in fact, when I looked at the tight ends and you look on the recruiting board, um, he's an interesting guy. I had him overall as a top 300 overall player, but I had him in my in my list and certainly uh, got him 14th overall. He's in that range and certainly in that 6'5", you know, uh, lower-level four-star. Good get for Wisconsin. He's had good tight ends in the past. Getting a good one coming in that they've got something they can develop. Uncommitted four-star tight end Maliki Matavol has announced his final four schools ahead of his commitment on May 27th, which is fast approaching. Is um, that is uh, actually today? Today is the 27th. So, um, Penn State is the, the the Big Ten shot here. Georgia, Oregon, U- UCLA. Six, six, 240 hundred forty pound tight end was a strong lean towards Washington, but things have changed. Um, it looks like he's an Oregon lean. Uh, we should have a definite word um, on Thursday show, or if it's a late announcement, we'd certainly have it on the Pac-12 show, Pac-12 football and beyond on Friday. So look for that coming up. Illinois received a verbal commitment from three-star offensive lineman Brody Wise Carver. Is one of the best players in the St. Louis area, uh, Desmond High School. Um, a top ten player in Missouri, 6'4", 317 pounds. Can play guard or tackle. He profiles as a bookend type guy, though. I think that's you'll play him at tackle first, see what he can do there. It's a solid get for them. He's a three-star guy, but uh, he commits to Illinois over schools like Kentucky, Michigan State, Indiana, and Arizona. Uh, also, Illinois received a verbal commitment from three-star defensive end Sidarius McConnell, uh, 6'2", 260. Um, Illinois over Wake Forest, Atlanta native, um, so is a top 100 prospect in the state of Georgia. So uh, good for them to be able to dip in and get a quality three-star guy. Some news and notes from inside our film room notebook. Uh, Northwestern's Pat Fitzgerald said that uh, redshirt senior T.J. Green, Trent Green's son's rehab from foot surgery has gone really well. Um, curious to see how he plays out. Um, he had that seizing ending foot injury in the opener against Stanford and subsequently um, awarded a six-year. Um, he and Hunter Johnson kind of fought it out getting getting an opportunity heading into last year, Um, but, you know, a lot of positives in the rehab, so wish that young guy well. It's going to be Hunter Johnson and him duking it out again for starting honors. Uh, Curious to see what Nebraska does with Wendell Robinson. As we talked about all last summer heading into the season, really like the playmaking ability of Wendell Robinson is dual-threat capabilities, um, running capabilities, uh, use primarily as wide out. Um you know, uh they've got too much playmaking ability there to not get more out of this young guy. So I'm curious to see what they do. Got a new offense coordinator in Matt Lubick. So they're gonna use Robinson again primarily as a wideout. Um and because of the loss to the receiving court, uh, and including, you know, the um uh kind of how they want to run this offense, makes some sense to utilize them in that role. Purdue redshirt junior Austin Burton is somebody I'm watching. Uh, he's a legitimate candidate to win the starting job. is uh, one of the more wide-open competitions in the country after Elijah Sindelar decided to medically retire rather than return for the six year of eligibility. Burton landed uh, with Purdue after spending the previous four years with UCLA. He threw for 365 yards and a touchdown in the 19 season while making one start. Uh, he's going to have to beat out Jack Plummer, and Aiden O'Connell for the job. Um, Purdue does have four-star commit. Michael uh, Aliamo enrolling in the summer, but don't know how much work he's going to get. So we'll see if there's a favorite. They've got a September opener against Nebraska. Uh, odds are is that Burton is the leader, but we shall see how this plays out. And then also wanted to mention that Minnesota Redshirt sophomore Tight End Brevin Span Ford has caught my eye. Could be the best of the bunch at the tight end position in this conference, uh, outside of um, you know Penn State's outstanding tight end Pat Friarmuth. Um But this guy's he's six seven, two hundred seventy pounds. He's a big, strong in line guy. Wasn't much of a factor as a receiver. He caught four passes last year. Uh, they got Jake Paulson back uh, as well at, at Minnesota. But with that frame, you know, this guy can be really effective in the run game. I wonder if he might have potential at times um, as it relates to uh, maybe being an inline line guy. Uh, also, wanted to talk a little bit about um, – Penn State uh, junior running back uh, Journey Brown. He's a guy that I've got my eye out on that um, his draft value and his stock could skyrocket this season. He runs with good power, balance, can break uh, tackles, good contact balance, yards after contact, 5'11", 205 pounds, needs to improve his pass catching skills, but I like the power aspect to his game. Uh, it has been timed very well, um, really good player. at This early juncture could be viewed as a day-two option, but potentially could get even better. So those are just some idle notes that I wanted to throw from outside the film room notebook. Hey, we're going to get to more and more of that as the season approaches. Uh, a lot of information, a lot more of that type of information over at LandryFootball.com, so that's why you want to check that out. Make that a priority to join this podcast um, combine this podcast with a membership to LandryFootball.com. Look, it's like having your own scouting and coaching department at your disposal for less than a magazine subscription. So check it out today. You can try it out for a month or three months. But really, if for less than $5 a month, if you get the scouting season offer for the year membership, it's the best one. So, hey, we appreciate you joining us we would certainly appreciate that support. We also would appreciate you giving a no obligation phone call or text to four hundred one k generation license in all fifty states. You can reach them at one eight six six nine nine eight five eight seven nine so make sure that you do that and tell them that we sent you and that you appreciate them bringing you this podcast each and every day. Appreciate you joining us. Again, uh, check us out on Thursday for Big 12 Football and Beyond, as well as the Pro Football Show, and make sure you flip on over. If you haven't done so already, listen to the Pro Football Show for Wednesday. Hey, appreciate it again. Talk to you next time, everybody.